0: Yo yo yo, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Jonathan David.
1: Tag it dropping yeah. the middle name this week.
0: I did. I don't know. Just my name. I honestly <laughs> I'm very blessed with my name. Jonathan David. Like
1: You're your own best friend. Pretty much.
0: <laughs> that sounds really depressingly lonely.
1: Well huh. Jonathan was David's best friend.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, one hundred percent. But to to be my own best friend, what about all the homies out there that have really had my back through all the times in the gulag?
1: But your parents didn't know that when they named you. Facts. They were just kind of prepping you well.
0: Honestly, just really quick with that. Names are so important, and for those of you who don't really know what your name means, one of all one first of all, find out. It's important. Your name is powerful, and second of all, to the parents out there, name your kids well. True. It really it really defines them. Truly really does. So it does. Yeah. I don't know. Well, okay, we're going to jump on in this bad boy. But first, we're going to start off by saying it is Friday night here in Hot Springs, Arkansas. And it's 735 currently. We're going to record this podcast like we are. And then we're hopping in a car and driving through the night to Amarillo, Texas, where we're going to sleep, wake up, and then drive to Denver, Colorado. Because it is time for us to take a break, rest a little bit, and enjoy it before baby Addison Rose comes with everything that's been going on in hot springs i love this town but i think it's time to rest what do you think babe
1: rest is important and i have been looking forward to it Mm -hmm. (laughs) not that we haven't been resting we've definitely been getting days of rest but to just have a nice little snippet of rest a short season of rest so Mm -hmm. important everyone needs it truly i think that's the reason people get so excited for vacation not because of the aspect of they don't have to go into work but they just get to rest i think we think that you know, like I don't have to go into work and that's really what I'm looking forward to, which might be the case if you have a horrible job, but <laughs> if you genuinely enjoy your job or it's genuinely where you f- believe the Lord has you, I think that's the reason we get so excited for our vacations.
0: Yeah. Cause I think, I don't know, it's important to take an annual abandon where you just p- withdraw from everything that's going on in your life and then just rest and focus on what God's blessed you with and just turn to having an attitude of gratitude.
1: What does Jonathan Pacluda always say?
0: Yeah, I was just trying to think of that. It's like it's divert like, daily. Divert. That was what I was trying to think withdraw of. Withdraw weekly, weekly. And then abandon annually. Annually. Because okay. I was trying to think what the daily was. I was like, I knew it was withdraw weekly. But okay, yeah. So what was one more time?
1: Divert daily.
0: Divert daily.
1: Withdraw weekly.
0: Withdraw weekly.
1: Abandon, abandon annually.
0: Abandon annually. Now I'm going to walk through what I think that means. With divert daily... Like Sometimes within jobs and careers, you can't really get like that full day of nothingness. And if you were able to, then I'd question what's going on in your life. Maybe you need to get more things on your plate. But the Divert Daily sometimes looks like you're waking up early or you have a pocket during lunch break or you're just going to sit down. And I, what I do with that is in the mornings, I make my own cup of coffee and I sit in my red comfy chair And I read, or I pray, and I drink that cup of coffee, and that is just my time by myself, no cell phone. I do my best to not read the Bible on my phone because I'll get texts or emails, and I will get distracted by it because I lack self control in that area. So I just don't have that temptation. I leave my phone in the room, and I spend time just right there with the hard copy of the Bible. And, prayer. and that's what my daily divert looks like. 30, 45 minutes. It doesn't have to be that long. If you have more of a busy schedule with multiple kids, that's fine. And then though withdrawal weekly, that is that day of Sabbath and that band and annually take four or five, seven days and just with your loved ones and go somewhere, be somewhere and focus on family time. I think Mm -hmm. it's so important Mm -hmm. because a lot of America, we don't do that. We we definitely don't divert daily and nobody with Charles Weekly and we abandon quote unquote annually because we go on those super cool vacations but you're doing it for the wrong reasons Mm -hmm. to where you come back not rested yeah, because you went to look cool and you went there with an agenda to take the perfect picture, to make the perfect post to where it was honestly more of an anxiety because you had to make sure it looked good enough instead of like a, this isn't about what others think of me. This is about me Resting in recouping my spirit to the word of Christ?
1: I think that would mainly be directed more at the young adults, I would say. High schoolers, middle schoolers, especially middle schoolers. Man, I didn't get social media also it didn't come out until i was 16 17 like yeah, instagram right. was not a thing until my sophomore year of high school which is crazy i remember hearing it there used to be ones myspace that oh was a big gosh. one blast well, to you, the past you have to rank your friends <laughs> publicly okay there's one that no <laughs> one remembers savage. but i have some friends out there so if you if you remember this text me but there's one called zanga and i don't Never know heard of i it. don't know what the point of it was i think it was like everyone could like write a japanese board game i think everyone could write their own blog post Huh. And you had friends that followed your blog post on it. I could be completely wrong in this. It could be I could be getting it mixed up with another one. But there was one called that, and I remember my friends had it, and I wanted it, and my mom wouldn't let me get one, and mm. I was very upset. She but came now up looking with Jenga back, Jenga. One day I got I got <laughs> no, Jenga. Zanga. It's like mom I wanted Jenga, not Jenga. <laughs> but
0: mad misconfusion. Mm.
1: Bunny path there. I mean, the point is there bunny is that path, rabbit path, rabbit hole. I don't know. Go <laughs> we got off the path, but there's that pressure for the young adults, the, the high schoolers the middle schoolers, anyone with social media that has to maybe make their vacation, make their rest
0: mm-hmm.
1: look exciting. Like you said, I think for some though, too, you have parents that go in with good intentions of trying to make a vacation special with their kids. And mm-hmm. I've heard this so many times I've said it myself too, where finish the sentence we almost need a vacation from our vacation yeah. Yeah. and so it's that same mindset where it's just like you don't know how to rest because you mm-hmm. don't practice that divert daily and that oh. withdraw weekly so that when you get to abandon annually you, you are, come back even more tired you're
0: like on negative e like you spent the whole year with the gas tank just Plummeting, plummeting you get to now you get to your abandon and you're on empty instead of keeping that gas tank topped off with your with your diverting dailies and you're withdrawing weekly mm-hmm. so then you come into vacation completely toast and then it does nothing for you because you're you are so on overdrive mode you spend the whole seven days trying to get off overdrive and then by the time you're ready to get rest it's over mm-hmm. and it's back to the grind yeah so i don't know Here, I'm going to say this, and this is coming from somebody who I really enjoy working. Like, working is fun for me, and in a sense, working is a sense of just fulfillment and rest, but that's not fully true. And so this is something I struggle with, but we're going to talk about it today because I struggle with it, and others (laughs) do too. And so I think it's going to be great for all of our listeners out there. We're talking about resting. And again, this is a podcast where we believe that you are made for more than what the world says. You're made for what Christ has called you to become. And a part of realizing that you're made for more is connecting to the one who made you. So you're you're reminded of your identity daily and where your identity lies. Because if you don't spend time daily reminding your spirit in your flesh who created you and what your identity Mm -hmm. lies in, you're going to be going to things daily try to find your fulfillment, try to find your worth and your purpose. But none of that will ever fulfill you. So Sabbathing. But now here's something about the Sabbath, that rest. Sabbath is the tool to get to rest. Because Jesus said, come to me and I will give the weary rest. Hmm. So so Sabbath is a commandment. It's really the only commandment that we often don't follow. We're like, yeah, I'm not going to murder. I won't be an adulterer. I won't steal, but I will Go on and on and on and never rest mm-hmm. because it looks good. It's like, but look how much work I'm doing. But are you honoring God and the commandments that He set for you? And He set these commandments because He loves you and He knows that we need it because even He rested. Mm-hmm. So, but think about the Sabbath though the Sabbath is not the time that weekly withdrawal is not just, well, I'm going to spend the whole day taking naps and binge watching my favorite TV show on Netflix. Although that can be a part of it. Where it's like, okay, I'm going to spend the next hour just sitting here watching TV. You know what? Because it'll be fun. And I'll enjoy it. Or taking a off. nap. Taking a nap Or playing video <laughs> I'm games. I'm a big nap advocate. Is. But that's not what the Sabbath, uh, that's, not, that's not your whole day of Sabbath. That can be a part of the Sabbath. But the Sabbath is is a verb. Like it's an action step. It is something that you have to do because the Sabbath is the doorway into rest. Because Sabbath is not about me. It's not about you. It's about God.
1: And, and honoring why, his commandments.
0: Exactly yes Mm -hmm. and then going there is where you get to rest because jesus said come to me and i'll give you rest
1: and i think following up with that it doesn't just stop there where come to me and i'll give you rest but also talks about taking a yoke upon you but not just the yoke of work Mm -hmm. but taking the lord's yoke and what he has you in step with doing the lord's plans one of our one of our amazing mentors says it best where she uses the example of mary and martha and mary exemplified rest very well she knew the tasks that had to be done but she also knew the importance of sitting and being still at jesus feet yeah while martha was more focused on making everyone else enjoy their time and she missed out on rest Mm. and so miss adonna will always say that's not my sandwich to make (laughs) yeah (laughs) and so she she talks about that all the time where people come to her constantly because she's so full of wisdom and by the world standards you could you could say well why isn't she doing this this and this because she could easily do that and true she could but she'll pray about it and she'll go that's not where i feel god has me that's not my sandwich to make and so it's that same mindset where we're called to to rest we're called to surrender our burdens to the lord but also to recognize that our burdens are not always the lord's Mm yoke you know we make This heavy yoke that becomes our burden, that becomes overbearing because their jobs and um, tasks we've put upon ourselves to do instead of surrendering to the will of the Lord and walking in step with him and making the sandwiches He, he sets out for us.
0: Yeah, because the thing about it is, it's like we we live in that hashtag grind culture where it's like, look at how much I'm doing, and that is what my identity's tagged to. So I'm only as good as as much as I'm doing. But that's not true. Again, who are you trying to please? If you're trying to please God, then great. But if you're trying to please man, then you cannot please God. Colossians 3, 23. Like, you, you can't please God if you're focused on pleasing man. And the thing about it is, now, when I say this, I want you to think of a sweatshop. And when we hear sweatshops, we're like, <gasps> that is Exploitation or exploit. What is it? Exploitation Is that the right word? Exploiting. Exploiting. That's exploiting our children. That's horrible. No, that is such a sin. Well, it, yeah, it's pretty bad, but how often do we let ourselves become exploited? Like we're not a machine. We're a child of God. We're a child of God. Now we get so mad whenever children are forced into sweatshop labor, but yet we live that same lifestyle where God does not exploit his children. God did not put you on this earth to never stop and grind, 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 grind. Now, mm-hmm. because of the fall, we do have to work, but at the same point, he also said rest. He said Sabbath. Sabbath is 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 a commandment and a gift because in that action step of Sabbathing, you find rest. The Sabbath itself is not the rest. It's the action step. It is the after effect of the Sabbath. You get that rest. Now, with that, we don't make the Sabbath day holy. We don't. The Sabbath is already holy because it is time and time is holy because God is in time. And if God's in time and Sabbath, Sabbath is that time, then therefore Sabbath is holy. So it's our job to keep it holy mm-hmm. when oftentimes we exploit it by working in that time and not actually getting that rest. And so we, we, our job is to keep the Sabbath day holy, not make the Sabbath day mm-hmm. holy. It's already holy because God ordained it and put us in it
1: so it's recognizing it
0: it's recognizing the fact that god created this space for us to walk in through the doorway of sabbath to get what we all desire is rest because we just we get toasted we get burnt out because we work so hard and we burn the candle at both ends and then we forget about ourselves because we live in that sweatshop of the grind
1: it says in Hebrews four as well, verses nine through eleven, There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God, for anyone who enters God's rest also rest from their works, just as God did from his. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest, so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. And so we're we're told that we have a promise of rest, but it takes entering into it. And it's there for us. It says it's God's rest, but we need to enter into it as his people. And so Two things with that, I remember, so going to college, even as a 25 year old freshman, there was still some discipline that I needed to learn with resting and going to bed on time with early classes in my first year my freshman year was tough because there'd be several nights that I did not time manage well with sports and with school assignments and I'd be mm-hmm. going to bed at two in the morning and waking up at six for practice you know yeah. and so there was Mind. not rest going on but that's the pressure I felt like I had to complete those assignments to be everywhere I needed to be and to get all my commitments done but then my sophomore year I heard a sermon series by our pastor, who he really challenged us to recognize rest and also have resting once a week be a testimony of our faith in God, of saying, hey God, I'm gonna honor the Sabbath, even though I don't really feel like I have a day to give up to not be in the books, to not be working on assignments, Mm -hmm. but I trust you that you're gonna multiply my time the other six days of the week, that I don't have to be working on assignments seven days every week, for as long as I'm at school. And that really convicted me because I never thought of rest as an opportunity to trust God. We think to trust him with our finances and the desires of our hearts, but not really our time management. And so when I started that and I started struggling through but really trying my best to honor one day out of the week to Sabbath and not open my laptop and study and check emails and do all those things, I realized I was not only finding myself more rested, but I had time to get everything done and I time managed way better than I did my freshman year. And since then it's become such an important commitment for me in my personal walk with the Lord and family life that I really do have days of Sabbath. Even when I'm busy, I have a day every week that I Sabbath where I don't work on school. I don't work on work. I Mm. don't do things that I feel like, but I have to get done. I can get them done the other six days of the week. And that has changed my life drastically yeah. because of recognizing that day and trusting God that, you know what, God's going to multiply my time to rest and get the things done I need to get done.
0: Yeah, because, see, Sabbath doesn't just serve the purpose to remind us where we came from, but to where we are going. Like, mm-hmm. Sabbath is that taking that it's time true. and re- re- refocusing on north. Like, what, pull off the compass and say, okay, analyze how your week went. Take time in prayer as you analyze what all you accomplished this week. But not only what you accomplished, but what you accomplished to the call of God. What did he do through you this week? And as you get to analyze that, and man, were there missed pockets where maybe I should have stepped out in faith here or there? And then analyze that. And now it's for going forward look forward into this next week and how god how can you call me to where i need to be and where can i bend my schedule so i could fit your call and set, set mine on the sidelines because at the same point we're we're not physical beings having a spiritual experience we are a spiritual being having a physical experience now with that i like to think about like, like your spirit your soul right and you know i to get that mental picture in your head you wear tennis shoes right and your tennis shoes have those rubber soles correct and the more you walk in those shoes my wife big time runner she blows through shoes like nobody's business shout out to hoka for her being sponsored by them now with that though your soles of your shoes get wore out and then they get wore they get tore and before you know it then you got to get new shoes why? Because you've worn out that soul, and we live that exact same life, where we go through the, th- through the motions, we go through our week, and we let that wear us down. We let that wear us down, and then we don't rest. We don't rest, and so we, get, we, we neglect that time to get resold. You see what I'm saying here? That Sabbath is that opportunity to walk through the doorway, to find the rest, to get resold. Get refueled in your spirit because, again, it's not about you. It's about you reconnecting yourself to your creator, the one who fills you up with purpose and identity. And so instead of going and running and running and wearing down your soul so much to where you no no longer have any traction left and Mm. you get to that abandoned and you're just absolutely toast, spend that time resouling yourself Mm. by getting in the Sabbath to get filled up with the spirit as you get your compass refocused on north to keep going down the right direction instead of getting where you are, where you're absolutely worn out because you've worked so much and you forgot to feed your spirit.
1: Hmm. That's a good example. And honestly, we're called to reflect Christ. We're called to bear his image. We do bear his image. And so you mentioned early on in this podcast, but Jesus rested. Mm -hmm. we saw that even in his busy, busy ministry on earth in the 33 years that he was here on earth, he still rested. Sometimes to the point of frustration of his disciples and people with him going, come on, you got to hurry up. We're not going to make it in time. You got to go, 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 go. And he still took his time. Mm -hmm. And he also learned to say no. My mentor told me this one time. No is not a cuss word. It's not. And she told me, she challenged me going into just a busy season in life. She said, I want to remind you that Jesus in all of his capabilities still did not accomplish everything on earth because you know people were constantly coming to him with this request and this request and this request and and he accomplished a lot but he still had time to rest and be still and spend time with with his father and same thing god rested after creating the the world and so if god even rested and we're supposed to reflect and bear his image then who do we think we are by not Sabbathing. And that sounds really harsh, but that just really convicted me when I thought of that, of going, wow, Mm -hmm. if I'm saying I'm bearing God's image and being a mini Christ, and yet I'm not following his example by resting because I feel the need to work seven days a week, whatever it might be, whether school, staying busy, doing commitments, saying yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it's okay to say no.
0: Yeah, and see, because about it is, the Sabbath is for you, but not about you, and with it being for you, it's to help you become alive and not numb yourself. Mm -hmm. About that, like, numbing yourself and distract yourself there you can say no to your flesh too say no to people around you so you can get rest you don't want to have your whole schedule filled when oftentimes like but i'm a christian i gotta say yes to everything and give everybody what they want but now you're denying yourself and you're not effective in ministry if you're burnt out so say mm-hmm. no and rest But at the mm-hmm. same point when you're resting say no to your flesh sometimes because in my flesh when i'm resting i could legit just binge watch all of hawaii 5 and be like <laughs> wow that was awesome but then what i really did was just numb myself and distract yeah. myself so i didn't actually fill up my spirit and come alive i said yes to the flesh now a part of the sabbath if i want to spend an hour and watch an episode or two of five oh nothing wrong with that
1: Mm-mm. it's
0: not wrong but as long as i'm taking my sabbath for the for the feasting of the spirit and taking a look of who's around me and what's around me and being grateful having that attitude of gratitude as i'm getting filled with the spirit spending time in the word and plugging back in to the one who fulfills me so with that we're gonna kind of wrap this up with a few things i'm gonna give you five graces to give you ability to learn how to sabbath now the first two graces is the grace to do something and the last three graces is the grace to not do something so the the first grace is i want you when you step into sabbath next is have the grace to worship and get in the word have silence and solitude step away Mm -hmm. get time on your front porch your back porch in your car if that's the only place you can really withdraw from the family i'm going to give you grace to do that like Get that in the grace, meaning strength. And when I look at grace, I'm talking about that unmarried favor from God. It's that strength that is not of you. It's of him through you. So get that worship in the word, that silence and solitude. And then the grace to do whatever is worthwhile. Philippians 4a, I love it. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is any anything worthy of praise, think of these things. So remind yourselves of what's true, what's honorable, what's just, what's pure, what's lovely, what's commendable, and what is excellent. And anything that's worthy of praise, remind yourself of those things. Now, talk about the things to not do when Sabbathing is have grace to not do work. I love that thing about Kirsten was talking about with her school and that grind that no Sabbath days, she was like, I don't need to this. A God is bigger than these things I'm up against. And I love, I think it's, Psalm one thirty six or one thirty nine, where it says, "Those who labor labor in vain, because if the, mm-hmm. if the yeah. master isn't the one laboring, then you're you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. It's not about you; it's about him. So you get that grace to not do something, to stop, realizing that it's not I'm not big enough to come to come against the things that my life is throwing at me, but God is. So I'm going to rest and be reminded of His strength. Now, have that grace to stop." And by stop, I mean stop your mind and reset it on the word of God and being filled by Him. You, you, we so often get in this fantasy life, where we wander and we wander here, we wander there, and then we forget our reality, and then we become that ungratefulness. And then we, and then we set and we rest, and then we kind of become ungrateful because we compare our lives to others' lives and what they have, wishing we have that. So get the grace to stop letting your mind wander, and then just be setting where you are. I love Kirsten. I says be. Where your what is it with your feet being planted? Say be,
1: be where your feet are, or be, be where your feet are planted.
0: Be where your feet are planted. So stop, stop your mind. Don't wander off into this dream life, which I struggle with. I'm like, man, if I had this, if I did that, and I could do this, my whole life would be better. But it's like, no. But I'm here, and I'm so grateful for what God's given me. So the grace, to let your stop your mind, stop wandering, and then the grace to not worry about it.
1: Hmm.
0: Like your feelings are not bigger than you. You are bigger than your feelings, mm-hmm. and so you get that fear or you get that worry. Or you get that anxiety, whatever. It's like, okay, just just rest. Be content where you are. You know what the secret to being content is? Be content. <laughs> yeah. Just be content. So stop worrying. Don't worry about the bill. Don't worry about the debt. Don't worry about here, there, anywhere else. Just, just stop. Stop worrying. And then the biggest part of Sabbathing is be reminded of what Jesus did for you. Let the cross show you that Jesus always wanted you. It didn't make him tolerable, or I'm sorry. It didn't make you tolerable to him, but your value provoked him to send his son. That's how much he longed for you. Your value provoked God to send his son. That's how much he longed for you. So rest in that grace and peace. That's all you need. Rest in that.
1: And I want to encourage you to, because as you said, in closing, these may be things you struggle with. And even though I practice Sabbath, it doesn't mean Sabbathing always comes easy Yeah, to me. Facts. It takes a sacrifice. It really does. And so someone once encouraged me in this because here's the pressures I felt as well, but I'm capable of doing that. So why would I say no? And I meant to say this a little bit earlier when you were talking about no, it's not a cuss word. Mm. But that's just the the pressure I feel of going, I'm very capable of accomplishing this task for this person, so why would I say I can't do that? I can fit it in, I can fit it in, because I wanna help people. And so maybe if you're that helper too, you have a little bit of Martha in you as well, (laughs) but recognizing, someone told me this one time, it changed my world, because I was just saying how tired I was getting for saying yes to all these commitments, and now feeling I have no extra time, no time to rest, and I was just feeling burnt out. And she looked at me and she said, I wanna challenge you to remember that by you always saying yes, you're saying no for someone else. Mm. And that keeps that person from being able to step up and do something that maybe can number one, challenge them to grow, but to allow them to work in the capabilities and the talents that God has blessed them in. Come and on. that changed my life because I was thinking it's not on me to do everything. Yeah. And not that I thought it was, but I had that mindset of going, I'm capable. So why would I say no, but recognize that if mm. I say no, because it's what I need to honor my rest someone else will fill that gap, someone else will step up, and it might be exactly what that person was needing to challenge and exercise the giftings that God has gifted them in that maybe they didn't have that confidence to do because I was always saying yes to jobs that they could have filled. And so have that mm-hmm. grace, like you are saying, it's okay to rest, don't let your mind wander, and then recognize that no's not a cuss word. By mm-hmm. you saying no, someone else is allowed to say yes, and that might be exactly what that person needs to recognize and to exercise the giftings god has given them
0: come on so sit back get your feet up feast both physically but spiritually and get true refueling rest rest that refuels you not rest that numbs you Hmm. all right (laughs) that was awesome all right well we'll catch you back when we get back from colorado thank y'all for listening Also, send this out to a bunch of people because I think this episode is awesome. I think it could really change some people's perspectives to help them walk closer with Jesus through their life.
1: Send this to that person that you feel like could maybe use that encouragement to remember it's okay to rest.
0: Absolutely. All right, love you guys. Catch you later. Bye.